views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We've got a couple of hours of super, super, super programming for you. Starting off with me having a conversation about what does it mean to say goodbye to New Year's resolutions? Well, if we do that, what do we replace it with? Then Wendy Wolf will be in the house and we will be talking about so many things, but mostly, what exactly did Jesus say? And then Brenda Thine will be spending an hour with you. So let me just say hello to Mr. Benny. Hello. Howdy. How you be? Might be good. Yeah. It's a great day. Always. So what do you think about, I know you, you don't know what, what I'm going to talk about today, but what do, you think, what do you think about this idea of saying goodbye to New Year's resolutions? Oh. I'm like done with them. I'm I've done. never really I'm done a resolution. Done. It's more of like intentions. Yeah. Forward yeah. thinking. Yeah. I'm actually done with those too. I know. Radical, right? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm done with those, what am I, what's on my radar to try differently this year? That's the question. What am I going to try? And, you know, one of the things that, that I got to reflect upon here recently was, you know, what, what, what have been some of the things that, I, that have worked really well in my life for me? And I went back to the day, you know, I went back early on in my life and, you know, I, I have to tell you a little story about this. Um, Benny and I have a, a number of things in common, but one of the things we have in common, are mo- you know, had to do with riding motorcycles. You know, I rode motorcycles at a very young age. My dad used to build them. Um, so as kids, we got introduced to the mechanics of things very young. Now, can you imagine my dad? who was a mechanic and built motorcycles, and he has three girls. There you go. Three girls. Until my brother came along, 10 years younger than me. But up until that point, it was just the three of us. And so, you know, many, many, uh, many times as, as young women, we don't get an opportunity to know the difference between a socket wrench uh, and an adjustable wrench. But I will tell you, in my family... When, you know, dad talked about the socket wrench, we knew what it was. You know, we also knew that when he asked for a certain size of something mechanical, you know, we were able to do that and able to say this or that and the other thing. So we were really well trained. But one of the things we also got to do, and I really resonated with this, you know, more than my sisters did, I resonated to riding. I mean, as a matter of fact, I almost missed my high school graduation because myself and a friend were up back in the woods riding, you know, one of these, 
interesting little, you know, there weren't motorcycles. They were these almost like a scooter with a motor on it back in the day. And so I crashed it, went up the side of a hill, split open my ankle, and almost didn't make my graduation. And my mom just said to me, you know what, I don't care how much you're bleeding. I don't care if you're bleeding all over those shoes, you're going. Um, Why am I sharing this story? Because I'll tell you, some of the most knowing moments of my life, and knowing is what my replacement for New Year's resolutions, goals, and intentions. Knowing. Knowing is my replacement. And, um, you know, I have a short time to share a little bit about why I've decided to call that in for this year. First, let me say, if you've ever done, and, and Benny has done this, if you've been, ever been on a motorcycle traveling at 100 plus miles an hour around a track, or if you've ever been like I've done on a, you know, on a dirt bike riding through the race course uh, on a dirt bike, uphills, downhills, sideways, you know, whatever. I know you guys have watched motocross on, on, on TV. Maybe not. But in case, in case you haven't, Google motocross. One of the things that we learn is that 99.9% of the time, the, the winners have something unique on their side, and it's not luck. And this is what I got to learn as a kid. You know, you don't even have a nanosecond to make a decision when you are on a vehicle going that fast on a course that is completely unpredictable. You don't. You don't have a moment to think. So what I got introduced to at, at a young age in doing things like that, and my brother's is what my brother is well. My brother was, uh, you know, one of these crazy race motorcycle guys. And, you know, what we learned was what knowing feels like. And I'm going to try to describe it because for me for this year, you know, I've set intentions and, you know, there's a part of setting intentions that acts as a guidebook. And Benny said that, you know, intentions act as a guidebook. But there become there becomes time. There's time when you set an intention where something happens and you have to know whether you're going to go right or you're going to go left. You know, when you're riding a motorcycle around a track at 120 miles an hour or you're on a motocross bike. And, you know, you're right on that inside rail and there's something about whether you stay on that inside rail, whether you go faster, whether you slow down and go around the outside. There's something about that that has very little to do with the mechanics of that machine and a whole lot to do with that feeling of knowing that thing that you cannot describe. You know, the day that you thought, well, I'm just not going to cross at the light. At that particular moment, why? Because knowing has taken over your instinct. Knowing has taken over it. You know, mothers talk about this a lot, and dads that that take care of their children talk about this a lot. You know, there are times where, you know, none of the training that you've ever had makes a difference when it comes to the intuitive knowing nature of what to do in a situation with the child. You know, we've heard stories of people that rip people out of crash cars and never think about it, never think about the fight. They are overwhelmed and overcome by knowing energy. 
So this has really been important to me. Today's show is about knowing energy. It is about saying goodbye to New Year's resolutions, intentions, and goals. And, you know, it is really an invitation to entertain that. You know, while, you know a while ago I read a book, uh, you know, by Catherine Ponder where she talks about, you know, dare to prosper. And so here's what I would love to share with you. One of the things that I remember reading in this little small book is, by the way, I have it in front of me here. It's a little teeny book. And I think it's got, hold on, let me just double check here, 66 pages. That's in the book. One of the things she goes on to talk about is she talks about the power of imagination, the power of imagination. So now I would like to invite you to imagine being in a complete state of knowing with a phenomenal imagination, epic imagination. You know, part of this is looking at our lives and thinking to ourselves, you know, what is it that we could learn if we dare, if we dare to prosper, if we dare to live an epic life, if we dare to be of service, if we dare to step into the lives that all of us were meant to have. And so I want to talk about some of the steps that Catherine Ponder refers to. The first step is something that I did last year. And this is where I want to this is where I want to start because knowing cannot happen. It's almost impossible for it to happen if we are overcrowding our mind. Overcrowding our mind. Any of you that have ever been in an elevator in New York City going up to the 99th floor. Overcrowding is an understatement. People hold their breath. You, it, is, it is such a unique experience. And I have to tell you, millions of people do it every day. Why? Only to get out on the floor that they need to get to. But here's the thing. The first step for this year to step into knowing it is is to create a vacuum. And I want to say this. I can't say this enough. It's to create a vacuum. So let's talk about some of the things that jam in there for us. First of all, do you have anybody in your life right now that makes you an option when you make them a priority? Get rid of it. Don't make anybody, nobody, a priority that has you on their optional list. People you may call to say you want to have coffee and never have the time. People maybe you want to go to the movies with. You know, maybe it's a boss that you're continuously trying to please who can't take the time of day to say thank you to you. Maybe it's a relative. You know, maybe it's a relative you never hear from and you just keep wanting them to call. So rule number one, you got to create a vacuum. So I'm going to give you a tip. This is the first thing I want to say, and then I'm going to go to break. I would love for all of you to make a list of any person, place, or thing in your life that makes you an option and you make a priority. That's where you start with creating a vacuum. When we come back, we're going to talk about getting rid of those goals, those intentions, those resolutions, and step into knowing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. I guess it would be nice if I could 
Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. It's here. The 23rd Annual Women of Wisdom Conference, February 12th through the 16th. This year's theme is I Am We, Hearts Connecting Communities. Join us Valentine's Day. Maiden Mother Crone by Sinner St. Burlesque will entertain, challenge, empower, confuse, embrace, and deeply engage the audience, weaving feminist activism and our sensory exploration for both ancient and modern myths about the feminine. Community building events include open space world cafe dialogues with inspirational Jane to explore important issues to women and a teen activist panel interwoven with intergenerational dialogues. Find out all the details at www.womenofwisdom.org. That's www.womenofwisdom.org. Register for a half-day workshop and bring a friend for 40% off. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Because I got to have faith. That's what we're talking about here. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, you can find us on Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. You could go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Check everybody out, all the hosts, and what, and also go to TheDrPatShow.com. Pretty soon, those websites are going to change. We're very excited about that. Um, today, I want to share something I discovered on my way to this year, <laughs> on my way to the new year. What I discovered for myself, and I don't know if any of you can relate to this, is that I set goals, I set intentions, and I live in a place of doubt around them. 
And, you know, I, I don't think there are many of us that would admit that we carry doubt around. But I'm going to tell you, I'm here to tell you I, I carry doubt around. Uh, I have a lot of tools these days so that I don't carry around it, carry around doubt long enough. And so, you know, I love that George Michael song, you know, you got to have faith because I think we do. And I'm not talking about faith from the point of your religion. I'm talking about faith from the strength of your conviction that you truly, truly, truly can live an epic life, that you can step into a level of abundance that is indescribable because it's so immense. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I shared a couple of things I learned on my way to my own spiritual journey. One of them is this little book, you know, Dare to Prosper by Catherine Ponder. It's one of the first books, actually, that, I've, that I, I read uh, over 20 plus years ago. <clears throat> and what I did was I went through this and I, I tried to pull some nuggets that help with the idea of stepping into knowing and letting go, go of resolutions. You know, so here's what I want to say. The first step was to create a vacuum. That means you gots to get rid of stuff that is just holding you back. It is the crust of your life. You got to crust bust this stuff way the heck out of here. And the best way that I've learned to do it is take a quick look at things that you make a priority or people you make a priority where you are on their optional list. Dang, People that you say, wow, you didn't celebrate my birthday, girl, boy. And you say to yourself, oh, that's okay. I know you, oh, I know you're busy. I know. How about other things in your life? Have you ever continuously asked your friends, you want to have coffee? You want to go to a movie? You want to do this? And it's like you're talking to dense space. It's like you're interstellar. Now. Do a quick exercise, zip through it, and at the very highest level you can, put it down and say, "Uh uh-oh, these are the folks that show up. Because if they show up, then what you have to do is make action. And, you know, Catherine Ponder says this, letting go of unpleasant relationships, even those that are unpleasant, it can be painful. But if you do it in the knowing of gratitude about the discovery you've made, You will free yourself up for relationships where people do make you a priority and you do the same. So I want to just go on really quickly to talk about settling. You know, how often do we settle? I was listening to someone talk about this. So here's what I'd like you to trade in. If you're game, if you're game for this and you want a truly epic life, are you willing to turn settling into stretching. Are you willing to say, I'll settle no more? No, gone. I'm not going to settle. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to settle for, you know, that job that I got. I'm not going to settle for that relationship that hasn't worked in 10 years. I'm not going to settle for my family, you know, who doesn't really think that I'm much of anything. You know, I'm not going to settle for, you know, the, the people in life that absolutely don't respect who I am. I'm not going to settle for the idea that my children have to live a life of scarcity. And so get ready to stretch your imagination. And so this is what I want to just share with you. You know, the second step to prosperity thinking or or abundance is getting definite about your degree of prosperity. And what I mean by this is here's what I'd love for you to do this year. 
it is so important not to necessarily write a goal or a resolution. I didn't even understand the word resolution. That's kind of the strangest thing, you know, word that we use. Resolution to what? What are you trying to resolve? You're, you know, am I, am I trying to resolve the five pounds I just put on over the weekend? Am I trying to resolve the fact that, yeah, I may not have money in my bank account, you know, a couple of years ago? What are we resolving? So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to step into this place of expansiveness, you know, to look at what your, here's the word. Are you ready? This is one of the most powerful words I've ever come across. Desires are. Write that down. Desires. I know it's hard to write it down, isn't it? What do I desire? Don't you almost feel like, oh, man, I'm not worthy for that word. Uh, let me change the word. I don't, let's not make it the D word. Let's make it another word. No, it is desires. Write down your desires for this year. And write them down with the sense of knowing that not only do you deserve them, but they're already on their way to you. Now, once you do that, You've got to mentally picture your good. You got to feel your good all over yourself. You got to feel your good, lather it up, lather that good up. You got to feel it on your shoulders, on your head, lather it in there. You got to picture it. You got to make sure that you're imaging this. So now we're talking about the power of imagination. Here's what I want to say. If you go through these three steps and you start to imagine, I want you to stop because I can tell you your first time around, you're not imagining the infinite power of source energy. Think about it. Think about it. I don't know about you, but the God that I know has not said to me, you know what? Only talk to me when you're going to talk to me about practical stuff. No, that is not the place I live with my spirituality now. Whether you use the word God, energy, source, goddess, it, whatever that is, the it, the it factor is that when the it shows up in your life, that's because you have opened up, gotten rid of the junk like we, like we talked about, started to think about desires, and now here it is. It's ready to give them to you. But you know what happens sometimes when we don't get what we're asking for? We're asking for things that this source energy is like flipping around saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got the better idea for you, Pat. Why would you do that thing? You know, 11 years ago, I dialed the wrong phone number. I've I've shared this stories at talks I do all over the world. I dialed the wrong phone number, but I did not hang up. Why? I had the knowing that that was going to be a very important call. Really did. I actually argued with the person at the desk that I could not have possibly dialed the wrong number. I dialed into an internet station 11 years ago, didn't hang up, and within 10 minutes, I'm telling you, 10 minutes, I had whipped out my credit card and bought my first hour of radio, and I didn't have a clue. I didn't have a clue. I didn't even know what it was. And by the way, back in 2003, there wasn't anybody really listening to radio on the Internet. Boy, how times have changed. Why? Because spirit knew, knew that there was something that I had to do that I didn't know. And so off I went. So here's what I'd love to invite you to do. You know, the power of imagination. That thing you write down, like now, if you write that thing down, I'm telling you, it's not big enough. Because we are conditioned 
first of all, not even to say the word desire, but we are conditioned to put limits on God. We are conditioned. So this year I shared at a meeting, I'm taking the limits off of the God. I'm taking it off of the God, spirit, taking the limits off. Spirit, God, source energy, whatever it is. I got the limits off. I'm off. No limits. No limits. No limits on the desire. Because I know that I want to do cool things in the world to help other people. And I cannot do that if my bank account is not in the millions. You see? Not in the millions. Because I have this desire to make sure that childhood slavery is put to an end. I have that desire to do that. I have a desire to make sure that people in this country and beyond are not scrapping around in garbage cans for food like I did when I was 17. What's up with that? Richest country in the world. So I'm not going to get off on that soapbox because I want to share some of these with you. I want to go on to share just one more, and then I promise we'll get back to this in another show. Um, You've got to speak daily of your knowing. I know it's hard. I know. I know. You know, we speak affirmations that have no juice in them whatsoever. You know, it's like, yeah, I've done this. This is me. I'm not saying this is any of you out there. I am not saying this is you, but this is me. This is me. I am prosperity. I am. There's no juice in that. I am abundance. I am perfect health. There is absolutely no juice in that. If everything is based on frequency and vibration, where do you think that desire and affirmation is going to go? So I'm inviting you to put some juice in what you speak every day. So the power of spoken thoughts are so powerful. They're actually irreversible. So when you call yourself stupid or even use the phrase, duh, that is putting a nail in your prosperity coffin. Ouch. Now, the final step in this kind of shift, this place of knowing, is declaring your desire now. You have to be persistent about this. You've got to declare your desire now. Not like, oh, my gosh. You know, I want to fund our project in childhood slavery in three months. No, that's why I'm done with resolutions. I'm done with intentions. I'm done with goals. Do you want to know why? Because every time we set them, it sets in motion a future receiving. And I'm saying that this year it's about the now and it's about the next. So if you are ready, please step into the power of knowing and the power of next The power of now is something that happens for a lot of people, and it happens and it opens doors. It's never quite been that effective for me. If you live in the knowing, you are in the the now. So I'm even saying, what if you were to trade the now into the knowing? They're almost the same words, but I'll tell you, they will take you to a fundamentally different place. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. 